I didn't finish my shake. <laughs> no, why not? There's still a little bit. Uh, it was very cold. Yeah, is there is there another problem with it? You, you don't have to do this. You really don't have to make fun of me. <laughs> I just want to know. I want you to tell the people and tell me this new information that you brought it's into my new. life. It's new. It's new to me. I guess it is to you. In my family, and apparently with a lot of white people, if you eat ice cream, you cough. Uh-huh, it's go called on. an ice cream cough. <laughs> yeah. So I was drinking my my shake and I started coughing. It's ridiculous. You shut up. <laughs> What did it, what did I say? I was like, oh, I just had a delicious treat and now I'm sick. Like, how how does that even work? I'm not sick. It's because your palate gets cold, and so it makes you cough. I've never encountered this before in my life. You also don't get brain freeze, so you're just kind of a freak of nature. Nah, so I got I get the cold chest. Barely even get that though. No, nah, it, it's yeah, but it's when I just drink something really cold really fast, my chest just like locks up, and I'm like. Oh! I can't breathe. I cannot believe. There must be something wrong with you neurologically. Okay, well. Because. <laughs> well, all right. Diagnose me. Because. No, it's like a, it's like an evolutionary thing. Like, when you get brain freeze, your brain like stops for a second. Nah, I don't do that. My brain keeps going no matter what. <laughs> it's like the Duracell batteries in your skull. It's the Aztec survival instinct. Oh, that's what it is. I had jaguars chasing after me. I can't stop. Take a quick drink of water. Then, oh, my brain. <laughs> I'm done. Then I get tackled. I guess. What's going to attack me in Ireland? Just a potato? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a giant. Ooh, a giant man made out of potatoes. That's kind of scary. Potato man. Potato man. Or potatoes man. Is he made out of mashed potatoes? Or is he like one big potato with like human arms and legs no he's made out of millions of potatoes millions. you know how they, how they like move as one you know oh kind of like sandman yeah mm. but with potatoes but with potatoes potato man potatoes man i like potato that reminds me of a thing in comics here's a little tangent there was a spider-man in an alternate universe that was called like spiders man or spider, no, uh-uh. I'm going to stop you there. Spider-Man. And that essentially, it was like, oh, Peter Parker. But when he takes the mask off, it's just tons of spiders I'm gonna in the suit. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. Ew. They, they had like a hive mind and they all worked together to be Spider-Man in that universe. That's kind of cute. Come on. They were helping people. I would rather die <laughs> than have something like that you, uh, within you know a hundred mile radius of me. I know I'm about to fall off this building. I'm going to need you to just let me go. I know what you are underneath that mask, and I can't condone it. <laughs> I don't want help I want from to you. Die. Yeah. I don't want nothing. No, I you, would honestly you prefer tell, death. You tell my family I could have lived and <laughs> I chose death. <laughs> you tell them that. Ugh, that is revolting. It's fun. It's cute. I think it's cute. Aren't you trying to make sure that you don't think spiders are gross anymore? Ooh, no, I can't do it. It also reminds me of like rat kings. That's pretty gross. Yeah, that's pretty nasty, right? What is it? It's just a bunch of rats that get their tails caught together. Yeah, and they make like a ball. 
What the fuck? That's so weird. <laughs> so gross. Can you imagine you're just walking and then all of a sudden you just see a ball of rats just hanging out? <laughs> They're just munching on a pizza? Uh, what you, hey, what are I'm you guys good. doing down there? Huh? I don't worry about us. Uh, you just keep it moving along. huh? Yeah, pizza rat becomes pizzeria rat. Pizza is rat. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, not <laughs> it's a rat made out of pizzas. Oh, I was imagining the rat king just ate multiple pizzas. Oh, oh my God. A rat king, but it's all fat rats. <sighs> They're just boom. Oh, that's kind of cute. Hey, you'll get over here. You'll give me my calzone. Why do you have an Italian accent? Because <laughs> I'm from New York. I guess. You're right. Hey, you'll get over here. You'll give me the calzone right now, huh? Calzone? I thought you only ate pizzas. No, we turned into calzones rat. Calzones rat. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're little socks. <laughs> Shut up. Isn't that what a calzone means? Calzone apparently translates to like sock or something like that. Once again, to Show Dependent Podcast. It's the podcast that exposes our codependent tendencies with things that we love, how they shaped us into who we are today, and whether or not that relationship has changed. The woman speaking right now is, of course, Kayla. And here with her is, as always, her lovely other half, Eddie. Yay! We What's did going it. on, y'all? How y'all's doing? Oh, dear. It's the pizza rat. <laughs> hey, how you doing out there? <laughs> It's pizzas, Eddie. Oh, no. You can't eat multiple pizzas, probably. I've eaten multiple pizzas. We need to stop. I did it on stream. I you were there. You did. I was there. I'm a witness to the ever-changing abilities that you have. Yeah, I used to be good. Now I'm not. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> today we were talking about the 2018 and 2020 DCOMs, which is Disney Channel original movies for you. For those of you who are not in the know. Uh, yeah, you losers, young kids, born after what, 2010? Get on our level. Respect 90s the kids classics. only, baby. Respect your elders. <laughs> anyway, the DCOMs, zombies and zombies too. And we know what you're thinking. Oof, yikes. These two are old. Why are they watching DCOMs? And to that we say relax, guys. You're not as cool as you think you are, Okay. And it's fine to enjoy things that are stupid. Hell, if half the things we are eventually going to talk about on this podcast are dumb. So just get over it. Sometimes you stumble onto a teen musical about cheerleaders and soda zombies. And it has bubblegum pop songs. And you can't help but like it. So that's what we're doing today. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, as I've said before, I am 30. I still am. And yeah. Not for much longer. Watched a teen comedy. <laughs> you hated that. You better relax. <laughs> Do not date me or the episode. <laughs> he will be forever 30. That's right. He's never going to age, huh? Yeah, like Edward. Uh, mm, oh. We have the same name, you know. I guess. If Edward were in Spain, he would be Eduardo. Eduardo. The Queen. point I'm trying to make is Queen. hey. Just enjoy what you enjoy. Don't don't try and fake like you don't, you know, because guess what? Being you is the coolest thing. Oh, my gosh. It's a line from the movie, you guys. He, he got gotcha. you. He got me good. Oh, boy. 
Didn't see that coming. All right. <laughs> well, let's move on to our first segment. It is called the Meet Cute. It is where we discuss, hey, how did we stumble into this relationship with this movie franchise? So let's get to it. Our first time with this movie, let me set the scene. And I do want to say, yes, we encountered this movie at the same time together. So a little bit different than the other episodes. Mm -hmm. It happened a long, long time ago in the year 2020. Things were not going so great. As history will remember, there was this little thing happening in the world. It was called... COVID-19. You know, just the global panini thingy that happened will probably never stop happening. That thing. Yeah. Stop <laughs> dating the episode. <laughs> so guess what? Here in America, we didn't have a lockdown, but we had a little quarantine. At least those of us who didn't want to get everyone around us sick. So since we weren't going anywhere and we stayed in our homes pretty much all day every day, Kayla and I decided to do a 31 movies in 31 days Halloween movie challenge. Oof, and it was a lot. Uh, around the same time, we had some occasional outside distance hangs with a couple of our buds. And we got on the topic of watching some DCOMs, like Smart House, Brink, my favorite, The 13th Year. You know, Gross. The oh, stop. We all love mermen. Lame. Shut up. <laughs> The classics, the classic DCOMs. So we went home and checked out the old Disney Plus to reminisce, and we stumbled upon a film called Zombies. And, you know, we decided, hey, let's just watch the first five minutes of it. We were not prepared. No, we were not, because we very quickly found out, hey, not only is this DCOM new and all weird, but it's a musical, and we were sold. When we decided to fully watch it the first time, we were both so charmed by it. The premise is fun, the characters are likable, and the songs are obviously very damn catchy. Naturally, when we saw a sequel, we watched that as well, and we became big fans. We put some of the songs on our playlist and just had an absolute blast. So, we knew we had to represent for our other zombies heads out there, wherever <laughs> y'all are. We bring you this episode, and we hope you enjoy it. So, shall we get to know the Zombies franchise with our recap? We shall, we shall. This is called Getting to Know Each Other, and as I just described, it is where we get to know this movie franchise better, develop our relationship further, because now we know how they feel, how they think. It's all that dairy. (laughs) (laughs) Seabrook is a small town that was normal until a lime soda spill at the local power plant turns a large part of their population into zombies. Fifty years later, the town is mostly normal, except it is split by a wall that separates the zombies and the humans. The zombies now have government-developed wristbands that help them keep their zombie urges and powers under control. Addison, the human, and Zed, the zombie, both start their freshman year at Seabrook High together. Well, kind of. The zombies have to stay in the basement, and the humans get all the nice stuff. Addison is weird because she has white hair that can't be dyed, and so she hides that all under a wig. Zed is a really nice zombie boy who just wants to do his best and be accepted into school, but that's really hard considering most humans are still really afraid of zombies. Addison wants to be a cheerleader and Zed wants to be on the football team. A bunch of prejudiced and zombie-phobic stuff happens and they both eventually get what they want and fully integrate the school through the power of tolerance, understanding, love, music, and jazz hands. Jazz hands. 
And by the end, Addison and Zed are a relationship that everyone can root for. Oh, hell yeah. We love. <laughs> In Zombies 2, there's a new kind of monster introduced to Seabrook. And you guessed it. It's werewolves. Jacob Black, eat your heart out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The werewolves have always been in Seabrook, though. They've just been hiding in the Forbidden Forest. The wolves need to find their all-powerful moonstone and restore the health of their dwindling pack. But they need an alpha that conveniently has white hair, just like Addison. So the wolves decide the best way to get her to join them is to go to Seabrook High and get her to trust them. Addison is pretty nervous at first, but so desperately wants to belong to something that she pretty much says yes as soon as she finds out she could be important. Meanwhile, Zed is running for student body president and fighting for more inclusive change for the zombie members of Seabrook High. And just overall, trying to be a good guy. By the end, the werewolves find their stone, Zed and Addison dance at prom together, and Addison still doesn't know where she belongs. Or does she? We got a teaser for Zombies 3, baby, which is in production right now, and we can't wait. Yeah, it's very exciting. I love it. Oh, the hype that I felt with the tease at the end was palpable. Which is very funny. <laughs> I'm going to take one step ahead, then we're going to take two steps back. But it's funny because Zombies 2 didn't really leave you with that great of a taste in your no. mouth. And yet the tease for another one was like, woo, yeah, let's go, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it doesn't really make sense, but it felt so good to know that there's another one coming our way. Well, now that we've met zombies, now that we've gotten to know zombies a little bit, it's safe to say that we are going steady with the Zombies franchise. Oh, yeah. So let's take the next step and really get to know those personal details. Let's talk about why we like zombies so much. Let's do it. First thing we got to talk about is the characters in this franchise because they are just, you know, we mentioned at the top, like, you know, we get we get that this is silly. These these films are made for children. We are obviously not children anymore, but it's so enjoyable. And the way that these characters are written are just like they're for the most part overall very likable. Oh, yeah. For the most part, until zombies, too. <laughs> most of the characters are just so charming that the actors do such a great job at making you believe that they actually like each other mm -hmm. like their chemistry is really great all the friends seem to really enjoy each other the main relationship it kind of like i wouldn't be surprised if they at least for the briefest moment were like hey we should date or something yeah, you want to go steady with me right yeah, they pull that it, card yeah because it just feels like oh they could actually be in a relationship yeah the chemistry between Zed and Allison's characters are so, so nice. And it makes you feel like butterflies in your tummy and like, ooh, first love. And it's really cute. So Addison. Oh, gosh. In the first yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get introduced to her. She's like a sweet yeah. teenage girl. She's an SJW, social justice warrior. And she does a great job like standing up to her friends and her family to really like try and bring about change, which is pretty nice. Mm -hmm. Zed stands up for all zombies. He's a sweet boy. He only gets better in the second Honestly, one. Honestly, like I don't think you can make a more pure character. He sings, he dances, he's got green hair. He plays football. Oh yeah. He's a fullback. Whatever the hell that is. I don't know what that means. I don't 
I don't know the football or the sports. So, he's cute. That's what we know. You know who's, I don't know, is he cute, but kind of not? Bucky? Oh, I think he, he's got a certain kind of charm to him. Uh, he reminds me a lot of Sharpay Evans. Ah, uh, yes, from another decom. Yes. High School Musical for you Gen Z or Gen Z's out there. Gen Zers? What do we what do we call them? Genzers. Gen <laughs> That sounds like gender. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's kind of appropriate. Gen Zers, yeah. Gen Zo- isn't it just Zoomers? I guess that is what we call them, huh? I don't know. Zoomers seems derogatory. Yeah, good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> they no. are awesome. We love Zoomers. Hey, yeah, except you. Aw. You better cut that shit oh, out. Okay. I'm being weird as hell on the internet. <laughs> on the internet, yeah. Bucky is Addison's cousin. He's cool. He's the leader of the cheer team. He just does mad flips out of nowhere. He's insane. It's almost a la uh, the coffin, cloudy with a chance. Just, oh, yeah. Just mm-hmm. anywhere he's going, he's flipping. He's and I'm like, good for him. Absolutely ridiculous ridiculously athletic all the time and he's very protective of his cousin addison which i feel was weird at times probably just because i'm not close with my cousins at all yeah so whenever that happens i have to sort of remember like oh people are actually close with their extended families so it's not that weird yeah i never really had relationships like that with my cousins like we got along when we were younger but it was never like a protective relationship but it's probably because i didn't go to school with or see them frequently so but Bucky's cool. And then the other two characters I felt like we needed to highlight. One is Zed's football coach. He's very funny. He's pretty much, to me, like a millennial. He knows his team sucks. He flat out says he's not a trailblazer. He's more of a follower, and he's not that great at doing that. <laughs> but he he just aspires to like own a home and have enough money to buy like a car and mm-hmm. go on a vacation once a year yep so pretty pretty normal goals from this guy yep, yep, yep just yep. really wants to live and i like that about him plus he watches his microaggressions very relatable he's a good guy a good guy <laughs> you have to i literally watch you make the decision to say that again because you can't help yourself hey we all we all have our things we all have our things the last one, Eliza, Zed's friend, she's a radical, like, wants to overthrow the tyrannical government, you know, wants to just tear it all down and repair it up with everyone being equal. Eliza's which, a zombie, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and so she's that's dope. very important. <laughs> she's dope. She's super cool. Yeah. So our first point here, one thing, you know, why, why do we love zombies? What's so fun about it? We, we can't talk about this without saying it's a DCOM, a Disney Channel original movie. And as Kayla has alluded to, you know, if you really didn't grow up with that, you know, because in the 90s, this was like everything. Mm -hmm. It was what, like every Friday or every other Friday? Oh, yeah. It was just like a brand Mm -hmm. new, pretty original premise, just like TV movie on the Disney Channel. And it was like a moment. Oh, yeah. When they when they premiered, it was like a big deal because what they would do is they would at least when I were. I remember because we we have enough of a gap in between our ages that you like grew up with older, older original decoms. Brink. Brink, like Brink. But I like my first one that I truly remember is like the 13th year, which was early aughts. So, okay, stop giving me the side eye. 
I'm side-eyeing into the mic so you can We're hear gonna it. We're going to do an episode on the 13th. Oh. Just you watch. Just you watch. I mean, I'm down. Uh, no, you're not. Don't freaking lie about that. Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. <laughs> that one's great. But um, but they'd like advertise the decoms for like a few months in advance. And then it, there was like a premiere night. And it was like, oh my God, we got to watch this shit. Get the popcorn. Get your jammies on. We're watching High School Musical too, baby. Like, that was me in elementary school. And it was just, just pure joy. So much fun. Yeah, it was so much fun. They had a little, like, and now, the Disney Channel original movie. And you're just, ooh, what's it going to be? So much fun. It's so dope. So it just, yeah, it was nice. As we said, we were reminiscing with a couple buds. And we're like, remember how good those were? We checked out Disney Plus. Four cents. <laughs> checked out Disney Plus and we're like, dude, this is just such a good time. And and I guess now that I think of it, I guess it's pretty cool that they're still doing them. Mm-hmm. So I, I suppose the new generation does sort of understand the DCOM. Yeah. But, now, but like, not the way we did. Now there is just so much content overload. Yeah. In the 90s, like you had very limited media. Like you had this like four or five cartoon shows that you could watch. And then you had your DVDs. If you were lucky, you had a DVD player. But you mostly had your VHSs. And you had like a dozen or so of those. And you'd watch the same few films every few weeks. And you'd get burnt out. But DCOMs were like new content for the first time. It was great. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I guess it's like nowadays with Disney Plus releasing all their new stuff every week. Mm -hmm. It was like that. But on cable. Yeah. You know, it was just, you had to be there to watch it. Or you had to watch the rerun. So it made it feel special. Mm-hmm. And you know what else is special? Musicals. Oh, my God. <laughs> Decom musicals? Oh, <laughs> the chocolate chips on the Chuck E. Cheese plate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The milk in the Chuck E. Cheese cup. Super heat. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> you can edit that out. I apologize. No, it's <laughs> Musicals are something else. And I mean... Oh. Again, I'm a 90s baby, straight 90, just growing up with the Disney Channel or the Disney Renaissance, you know, Lion King, all that stuff. That's all musicals, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like even a little bit, all 90s kids love musicals to an extent. Yeah. Whether you want to like hide it and say like, no, I don't watch that shit because it's lame and stupid and why they dance. Let's just dance about our feelings. Right. Or you, (laughs) you know, realize that, hey, this is fun. It's a good time. I can turn off my brain and just enjoy something for once without thinking about what other people think of me. Mm-hmm. So musicals are a blast because it is like dancing about your feelings. It's sing- yeah. It's like you're... I heard someone describe it as like a musical is when your emotions are so strong that you can't help but do anything else but sing a song and dance about it. Yep. And everyone joins in because they feel your emotions. And it's like, yeah, this is a good time. So as soon as we saw that this was a musical, we were like, uh... Oh my gosh, that was so like... We, <laughs> that we, was so jarring. We have to watch this movie. So as soon as the opening numbers started, we looked at each other and we're like, oh, we're in. Yeah. We are invested. Because we, yeah, like we said, let's just watch five minutes of it. We, we heard the first 10 seconds of the song. We're like, let's stop. We can't do this right now, but we're coming back hold to on, this. Hold on, hold on. We we need to give this our full attention. Yeah. And we did, and boy, oh boy, was it a good choice. <laughs> yeah, because we, you know, we love musicals. I don't know if you guys know. I think we've maybe mentioned it. 
but we haven't done a musical on this podcast yet. I guess this is technically our first musical. Yeah. If you could call it that. It's a musical. I mean, it's a movie Uh, musical. Musical. A musical. (laughs) But it's just so fun because, again, it hits all the tropes. Like, the first song, it's the zombies and the humans talking about it's going to be their year and it's all bubble pop and stuff. And if I'm good, I'll insert some of it right here. On this side, we can all keep winning. And there you can just hear that it's just, ooh, so bubblegum. Mm-hmm. Just everyone's happy. It's so sweet. And I love that. And in, optimistic. Yeah. And I love that in musicals, it is just that trope of we're enemies. We hate each other. Let's dance and sing the same <laughs> song together. Yes, we have choreography. Why do we both know this? I don't fucking know. Just, as just soon as have the, fun. As soon as the song's over, I'm going to leer at you. And then we're going to move about our day. Mm-hmm. It's great. Fantastic. Yeah, it's just lovely. Musicals bring a lot of joy into both of our lives. And uh, this is not an exception. This has been a really great time. We love zombies. so. And another thing that I love about this film is the um, B-movie plot, zombies that they created. Oh, yeah. Because it's legitimately explained in like a two-minute long intro package. That is animated. Yeah. Which is very fun. Pretty good, too. Yeah, I liked it. It was very comic book style. It was enjoyable. Yeah. The the zombies were made from a soda accident? They spilled lime soda on the control panel at the power plant, and it caused, like, green smoke to leak out and, like, poison the populace. Yeah, so all the zombies (laughs) have green hair, and it's, like, good for you to to make them look different and not all decaying and... Yucky. You know, it's fun. It's good for the kids. Good for the kids to Mm -hmm. see some zombies that aren't disgusting. And they just have like grayish tinted skin. It's a good time. They're really cute. Yeah, they can speak and do everything fully. But what they can't do is live in society as equals. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. So nice try, Zombos, but uh, back of the bus for you. Because these zombies are 100% second-class citizens. Guess where they live? Where do they live, Eddie? Oh, just a very, very inventive named uh, section of the town. It's called Zombie Town. I would have never guessed. (laughs) Can you tell us, what do you love about the aesthetic of this film? Yeah, of course. How does it look? I mean, from the jump, this film is very stylized, and I really like it. Because it does a good job of like bridging the gap between like millennial and gen z aesthetic because we've probably all heard of the color like millennial pink it's very much a very specific shade of pink and that that color is in this film quite a few times what is that a boy wearing pink i don't know about that oh my god anyway it's fantastic there's like three main colors in this film it's green pink and like a light shade of like i would call it like uh i just stroked out i'm sorry isn't it like yellowish no, no, no. There's, there's not yellow in it. I thought there was. There is a little bit of Oh, that's the yellow. other team. Sorry. You're thinking about the other team. <laughs> the opposing team. Um, but there's green, 
pink and robin's egg blue that's the color that i was thinking about um but it's just like it's kind of scattered all over everything is very pastel in the human world and then in zombie town things are more um saturated and darker so like their green is more of like a foresty dark decaying green instead of pink it's red instead of blue it's like dark gray it's it's really grungy and very aesthetically pleasing it's a good it's a good time everybody looks great in this film yeah it's like it it got me thinking you know think about your local high school team your local sports team or whatever everyone kind of has just like the same lame colors yeah it's like blue and orange blue and yellow how many teams are like red and black (laughs) red and black white and black yellow and black yeah it's just fucking like why can't we use more of these colors like there should be teams that are in pastels there should be teams that are fucking neon oh and like just all these ridiculous colors because i don't know it makes you look unique Mm -hmm. and it's more fun for everyone yeah at first i didn't know how i felt about it but then i saw seabrook's team the fighting shrimp and their colors are green and pink and it looks so good together Another note here is like why why are all mascots like the same for sports teams? Why aren't why don't we have shrimp? Why don't That's we have funny. like they're Seabrook, they're by the ocean, like it makes right. sense. But there should be more teams like that. Like mm-hmm. if we're not gonna go the way I want things to go, which here's a little tangent on sports that I really don't give a shit about, <laughs> but I care about this. I think every sports team should be the city that they're in. And then followed by the sport that they play, followed by the word team. There you go. Like the Washington football team is my favorite team in all of sports right now because they're just Washington football team. It's that easy. Like every team should just be like Florida basketball team. Love it. Fucking amazing. And then if you want, you could attach a mascot. Yeah. But then it's just, I don't know. I just like the genericness of it. (laughs) Soda brand soda. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh, let me get a beer. Right this way. <laughs> just says beer on the label. Just beer. I don't know. That's just fun, you know? Because mm-hmm. then, then it just makes things easy. Yeah. We're going to go watch Boston baseball team versus New York baseball team. Go Boston. Sounds great. Yeah. It's it's pretty it's pretty fun, like, how this, this film, like, gives you little nods. Like, an example that I can think of is, like, a lot of, like, the, our main characters, Zed and Addison, they break the fourth wall a lot. And they make direct eye contact, eye contact with the audience. And it's it's really fun because it makes you feel more involved. And it's very, like, tongue-in-cheek. I, I enjoy it a lot. And it's like a musical. It is like a musical. Because a lot of the times in musicals, the characters... <laughs> characters. <laughs> characters. <laughs> a lot of the time... <laughs> Shut up. I don't have a speech impediment, I promise. Um, in musicals, a lot of the times the characters will address the audience like directly and it's it's just super well done and i like being looked at by the characters because it's like oh i'm a part of this and i'm being acknowledged and addressed and i'm important in their story so it's nice yes it is and i'm gonna save my next point that i wrote here for when we talk more about society in general but society this movie yikes (laughs) somehow in a very weird way reminds me of another movie that uh has to do with a very famous football team <laughs> that um, I will never forget. I, in fact, remember them constantly, Jesus. like all day, every day. Oh my God. But we will get there because before we go to that <laughs> stop, hey, there ain't no mountain high enough. Oh, my God. Okay, I think we all know what you're talking about at this point. Do you remember? 
How could I forget? You're damn right. I'm going to make them wait. Good. Because we need to talk about the music. The music. The music here, as as I've said, it is in a way generic, right? Yeah, yeah. It's very formulaic. They're not doing anything you There's many songs where, where like, like the opening number, My Year, it sounds like... It's very High School Musical. Yeah, it sounds like High School Musical. There's a song in the second one that sounds like Bruno Mars. Like, there were multiple songs where we were like, oh, that sounds like this. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like Stylistically this. Stylistically, not unique in any way. Yeah. With the music. As a matter of fact, again, if I can do this, the number that they sing when they're doing cheerleading tryouts is called Fired Up. And I'll let you listen to it right now. Tell me that song does not sound like it was in High School Musical. Honestly, it's like, super good. Like, I want to go back and I am fully convinced that that song is just in High School Musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they took it and also put it in this one. I want to do that thing where you, like, swip, swip. Yeah, what's that? When you swip and you swap, you swip swap. <laughs> um, it's a swip swap. It's a swip swap. I sound like Zed in his rap. Um, Ooh, swag. <laughs> swag. Um... But I want to like put fired up over what's it called? We're all in this together. No. Uh, the, the one, one where he's in the grass. No, that's in the second film in High School Musical one, where Troy is with the oh get your head in the game. Oh gotta, yeah. Get my get my head in the game. We gotta get you get you get your head in the game. Yeah yeah yeah. It's very fun. I think those are interchangeable in my mind. <laughs> sure. Very fun. What were your favorite songs? Oh, you know exactly what my favorite song is. Well, they don't know. I know, but they don't know. You got to tell, tell them. them. They're listening. I'll tell them. It is a lovely little number called Someday. And it is so good. <laughs> it's legitimately, it's it's so sweet. It's so it'll, it'll give you a cavity. Aching. Oh my oh, god. Lord, I need the I need the rap. It's, Give me the mumps rap. Yeah, I got the mumps. <laughs> Jesus. No, but it's so good, guys. Like this song is adorable. The chemistry between Addison and Zed is so great. And it's just like, oh, it's a feel-good song. It definitely rivals a lot of Troy and Gabriella's songs in my mind. Yeah. It's and, and, so good. And you're a high school musical. What what is the what are the fans of high school musical called? High School Musical Hive? No, I don't know. I was just... I was a big fan. I, don't, of I didn't know if they had a fan base name, you know. I don't think they did. The Wildcats? Probably. I was a Wildcat. <laughs> what team? Wildcats? What team? Wildcats. What team? Wildcats. Wild hats. I said wild hats. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, put them on your head. <laughs> Wildcats. Let me say, get your head in the game. Get your head in the game. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, someday is someday it's is so good. Something else. The choreography, the chemistry, the eye contact, the body language—it's all there. And it's like their song that becomes a motif. Oh, I love motifs. It plays like anytime they're together and they're doing something, you know, with their relationship. It comes back in the second one, and it's just like fantastic. <laughs> 
It's like my only, the only part of the movie I like. Uh, <laughs> but you know, you the, didn't hear that. It's the like, originals, you know, pop and it's pretty fast. And then they have it played as a reprise that's slowed down. And it's like, oh, like look on at the them. Piano. Yeah. It's so good. And they're just, you know, looking into each other's eyes. They tease us with a kiss in the first one. <gasps> so many all, times. All we get is a hug. Oh, lame. Bleh. What is it? It's 2018. Make out, damn it. How, how did they not like make out within the first five seconds? Honestly. 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 Love it. <laughs> it's fantastic. And yeah, in, in the first one, obviously I love Someday, but for me, there's another number that's just a, a great time. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> they go to a uh, zombie town, like cool like zombie party. party. Yeah. yeah. Very hip hop because, you know. Again, we'll get to it, but zombies are very much pock coded. Mm-hmm. People of color coded. Yeah, they, they. I hope they would know what that our means. Our audience, we can't assume anything about our audience. I assume they're smart people. I do not assume that. I mean, they're listening to us. You know what? I retract my former statement. You there guys you are go. geniuses. Thank I got you, you guys. <laughs> it's called Welcome to Zombieland, and it's very no, much. It's not. What's it called? Oh, no, Bam. you're right. It's called Bam with Bam. two M's. It's Bam. 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 But at the beginning, the very first thing they say is, Welcome to Zombieland. Even though they're in Zombie Town, but yeah. Yeah, you know, whatever. Jesse Eisenberg's not there. <laughs> but it's just so much fun. Like, it has two dance numbers. They use the word scurry in it. They use a line <laughs> that I say a lot is, just because I think it's funny, but they say, We can do a lot with a little. Yep. They say the line, being you was the coolest thing. It's very much like... It's a very positive song. It's very positive, but also, I don't know, they're throwing themselves on the ground when they're dancing. Bouncing all over on trampolines. Yeah, it's just like a club song for kids. It's very and I, fun. And I love club music, so I'm like, fuck yeah, you know, let's let's get after it. There's I want to go to Zombieland. There's an America's Best Dance Crew like breakdown in the middle. Yeah, may as well have just been the Jabberwockies. It was so good. It's like... They're doing the weird mask, you know, movements. I don't know. It's fucking fun. And it... It was good enough for us to put on a uh, party playlist multiple oh, times. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, love it. No shame. Oh no, it's a it's a joyous time. Let's quickly because it's about to get <laughs> it's about to get less fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry guys. The the last few songs are all right. The like final powerful number by Addison is not great. No, it's very all live action Aladdin Jasmine song, which was pure ass. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> Sorry, no shitting on Jasmine, but like that song was garbage. Didn't she get two songs? Yeah, it was the same song twice. Oh, uh, that's the worst. Yeah, it was not a good song. What a shame. But yeah, let's uh let's keep this sort of downturn going <laughs> a little bit because if you're already going downhill, you may as well pick up speed, right? <laughs> Because this town, I need that on a sticker. <laughs> because this town is very much, you know, conformity. First of all, it's a cheer-based society, which is very strange. I don't think it's actually cheer-based society. I mean, 
anytime that the zombies say like Addison's not one of us, they don't say that Addison's a human. They say she's a cheerleader. Bucky is like their biggest star and he's cheer captain. I guess. Their football team fucking sucks and like everyone goes for the cheerleaders. I would say it's a cheer based. It's a cheerocracy. Fuck. What is it? Cheerocracy. This is not a cheerocracy anymore. It's a cheer tatorship. You've never seen Bring It On. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Bring It On is dope. (laughs) I gotta watch it. I digress. Anyone who's different, anyone who doesn't conform is immediately shit on. And much like regular society, there's so much more wrong with this because this movie deals with conformity as a major message. Mm -hmm. It also deals with, oh, you know, heavy hitters like racism, (laughs) (laughs) classism, you know, poverty. Yeah. Desegregating schools and hate crimes. Yeah, hate crimes. And it's like a parallel <laughs> timeline for our civil rights movement, but with zombies. Yeah, so in like instead of instead of like pox getting rights, it was like, man, they're zombies now. Let's let's yeah, oppress them zombies. instead. How can we use them? You know? So in many ways zombies are very much coded as people of color. And in a lot of ways they're coded as black. Yeah, yeah, it definitely seems like that's what they were going for. Because, you know, and I get they're zombies, so, you know, I will just say it's a good parallel. But they say, oh, they're dangerous, they're hyper-aggressive, they, you know, they live on their side, we live on ours, you know, Mm -hmm. we can't go to school together, we don't want to see them in our town, you know, it's just like, ooh, good lord. Yeah, they're not allowed to, like, own things. Yeah. Like, they're not allowed to have pets. They have a curfew, so it's like a sundown town. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh boy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's just, it's weird. And I don't know. I, I like it because I, I do think it's a good way to teach these themes to a younger generation who, sadly, are more and more disconnected from just how recent all this stuff has yeah. been. And that's something I don't think I really realized as a kid growing up because a lot of the the media that we are fed in the American school system about the civil rights movement is in black and white. So that really just kind of like... Oh, I wonder why. It pulls it deeper into the past for us. But in reality, it was not that long ago. It was in our... Wait a minute. You're telling me that all this stuff was filmed in color? And that they intentionally made it black and white to make it seem longer ago? Yes. That don't sound like the U.S. government, I know. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me the government lies to me? All the time, constantly. They never stop lying to you, actually. No way. Wake up. I'm awake. Wake up, sheeple. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Gotta, gotta get my sheep drenched. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, uh. it's good shit, though. Oh, yeah. It does a really <laughs> good job of, like, dealing with these, like, intense themes mm-hmm. in a very approachable way. And the cool thing about, like, zombies, and I don't think we brought it up, like, all of these, all, both humans and zombies are multiracial, yeah. which is whether or not they're human or zombie. So there's there's pock representation on both sides. It's just whether or not they're zombified or not. So Yeah. Which you know, obviously that's a good call on their part. It would be very strange if they also made all the zombies just black people. <laughs> that uh, would then be I would racist. be like, I don't know about this movie. <laughs> I, I don't know about that one. I think this movie is just racist and is not teaching about racism. Yeah. <laughs> they could have gone the other way and made all the humans pox. They mm-hmm. could have Hamiltoned it. You know, mm-hmm. and then all the zombos were white, but then that would have also been kind of lame because then it would have been like two on the nose. Yeah, I was telling Eddie because both of the main actors in this film, both Addison and Zed, are white, and I think that was a good call. What? I think that was a good call on their on their part, just because of like 
the way they treat each other and the power dynamics involved, I think it was just a good call racially to like have a level field on that end. But yeah, I digress. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, it it deals with it well. Yeah, it does. It makes it really eyes. comfortable. And who who would have thought that Disney Channel would be good at teaching us that hey, zombies are people too. You know they are people. I mean they are, they used to be, however you want to look at it. Yeah. You know uh, you know what's a good way to remind people that they're different from you though? Uh how? Well, you know, there there's this little thing called uh hate crimes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> are you giving a tutorial? What is this? No, not me. But uh can you Oh, Tell us. oh yes, as a, as a white woman, I'd be happy to. Yeah, you know, you're well-versed in these, right? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I what, know. What, uh, what sort of hate crimes do we see in this film? Or we allude to? So when Addison and her best friend are recruited to the cheer squad, they have to go through initiation, a.k.a. hazing. And so they're... This is so fucked up bucky is racist as shit oh yeah he's a piece of garbage he's like king racism which isn't that always the case though yeah. it's always like the leader of whatever team is like i'm gonna keep things the way they are yep nothing could change another allusion to high school musical no 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 stick to the stuff you know oh my god it's better by far things that they are don't mess with the flow no no and then in the fucking stick clip to the status no. quo and then in the clip and I know that he is a basketball player, and that's what they're going for. Yes. But <laughs> it's like a group of white kids singing aggressively this song, Stick to What You Know, to a black man, and they point to a basketball. And it's oh. like, oh. <laughs> he likes to bake. Okay. Oh, my Lord. They're just like, mm, you better get on that floor and hoop. And it's and- just like. You better. I think most of the people in that group in that scene are also basketball players. So I don't know. I don't know. We I have to watch that. High School Musical. I just again. remember <laughs> I saw the clip on Twitter and I was like, I looked around my Jesus empty room Christ. like, is anyone else seeing this shit? <laughs> uh, yikes! It was a different time. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was, it was like, like 2006. 2006. <laughs> I don't even know if it was 2006, but oh god. Anyway. You know. Addison gets recruited and has to go through hazing. Bucky drops her off in the middle of Zombie Town at night with her friend and says, egg this house or you're not on the team. And then she doesn't because she's not a bad person. But guess who sees her? Zed. And he's super disappointed. He's like, you're going to, you were going to throw eggs at my house? Like, what like, the hell? He's like, oh man, she ain't delivering these eggs, is she? No. Damn, we could have used some of those. Yeah, that's a... Uh... I was ready for my 3 a.m. omelet. It was not that late. It was a school night. My 2 a.m. omelet. Okay, there you go. That's reasonable. Yeah, it's just, you know, I I don't know how funny it is or, you know, it's just reality. But why the fuck did fucking white people... Why? So often their, like, initiation ceremonies were just like, hey, let's do a hate crime so you can show you're one of us. Or just be in brown face. Yeah, let's just dress up. Let's just do a let's just do a blackface real quick because it's funny to us. Haha, <laughs> you're one of us, you know. Like how many times? I'm sure, Jesus, like fraternity hazings as bad as those are, and you could go look up so many examples of that. 
So bad. Not even being hate crimes. But how many hate crimes were like, hey, let's just go like, I don't know, fucking murder a colored person. Yeah, let's person. go lynch a dude <laughs> yeah. for fun. Yeah. What? I don't know. Insane. So good good on zombies for somewhat representing that for the youth. <laughs> a very PG version of hate crime. Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't fucking know. Also, I realized I just used the word colored, and it felt weird for me to say. Yeah, but you were using I'm a it brown the context man. of the, the time those crimes were occurring. In my defense. In my defense. I'm being historically accurate. <laughs> and I am also... I will say the N-word. Oh, my God. I will not. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm just making fun of all those white teachers in, a, in, like, oh, yeah. in high school that are like, you know, it says the word in the book, so I'm going to say it. But just I know I'm not that. saying it from my heart. I'm saying it because that's what it says in the book. Jamal, I want to let you know <laughs> that in uh, what's Huckleberry it? Finn. In Huckleberry Finn. Jesus Christ. It was historically accurate at the time because white people were racist as shit. I am not racist. I am white. I have chosen to say this even though I know that I don't have to. So, Jamal, I just want to let you know that when I say this word and look directly at you as I say (laughs) it, I'm not saying this at you, but I'm going to say it. (laughs) Why? Um, As I raise my hand in the back, hello, yes, teacher. Can I go to the bathroom? You can just not do this. You can just not say it. (laughs) I can see the word and I'm aware. Can we just skip it? Yeah, in all the books that I had, it was redacted. Well, good. Yeah, as it should have been. Yeah, we don't I, need to know, be seeing slurs. You you could do the N and the asterisk, yeah. and people will get it. I honestly, if at if for any reason at all, if for just making it so teachers stop reading it, that's yeah. enough for me. Absolutely. Because it's not erasing history. I just, I just don't need Mr. Just fucking... just don't need to hear those slurs. Yeah, I don't need Mr. Whitey to Will say... Be. Yeah, to say the <laughs> N-word and always, like, look at any black uh, person in his class when he says it, yeah. you know? It's like, Jesus Christ, can I... Yeah, can I go to the bathroom? Can I, can I not be can here I for this awkwardness? Can I get out of this room and not read this racist book, please? Yeah, also, why are we reading this shit? Can't we read, like, anything <laughs> else that's, like, cooler and makes more sense for my life? I don't need to know about some racist kid in the past for me to, like, learn English. Not at all. Not at all. How are we going to come out of this? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you know. There's a lot more dark. hate crimes. I don't even know what I was going to say there. I said something. Oh, yeah. I'm a brown person, so I would have been called colored at the same time. So. You are. Yeah. That's true. Guess what? It's my word. It's so my I culture, can... too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh... Hey, speak of, speaking of culture. Let's go there. Addison's parents... Are the absolute fucking worst? Yeah. She was raised in a culture of hate. Oh, yeah. Of systematic racism. Get this. Addison, she's white. White. White as all can be because she even has white hair. She does have white hair, but she's not allowed to show it. No. Because it's white and not blonde. Exactly. It sticks out. She doesn't look enough like Hitler's youth. She's a fucking <laughs> But... Her, I can't believe you just said that. Her fucking parents. Her father is the police chief. Uh-oh. One one of the two pillars of systematic racism. Yep. The other pillar is the mayor. Guess who her mother is? The mayor. She's literally raised in a home that is responsible for the oppression of zombies. Yeah. In Seabrook. Yep. 
And good for her for standing up to them. Jesus, can you imagine how challenging that would be? I mean, you would just assume that she would also be a zombie-hating piece of shit. Because that's often how it goes. But we've seen examples. Mm-hmm. Um, Kellyanne Conway's daughter very much showed that. Because mm-hmm. her parents were Republican pieces of shit as all get out. And then she was like on TikTok like, yeah, my parents suck and I hate all the stuff they stand for. There you go. So good for you, Addison. You can get out of the system sometimes. I don't know. It was just fucking insane. I was like, how can we pile this on even more? Jesus. Like, her her brother's in the military of anti-zombie <laughs> fighting. Her her brother's like a like a Xenon guy. Oh, who like... my God. Xenon. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. good. He, like, believes that zombies are actually... I don't even know. I can't even make up some of these wacko theories uh, that they have. Maybe, like, zombies actually aren't zombies. But, like, the government put them there to, like, keep us in line. Oh, they're crisis actors? Yeah. They're oh, actually just God. pretending to be uh-huh. zombified. When, in reality, the government's just trying to get us to conform to their fear-based power structure. Yeah, and they have some weird, like, sex dungeon. Yeah. Where they, like, have sex with vampires or something. Yep. I don't know, mm-hmm. some weird shit. It's pretty easy to come up with a conspiracy theory now that I think about it. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I was just like, but you think about some of the things they say, and it's just like, how the Complete fuck? Complete nonsense. Why don't you just like, I don't know, it's so much easier to just not think about that stupid shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I'm a sheep. Because <laughs> I don't think that this stupid government that we have could somehow follow a new world order and also keep everyone else in line when they can't even get people to like take a single vaccine. Or like fund their existence during a global health crisis. Yeah, these are the people that you think are like controlling all of the world when they can't even get us to do like the most simple shit. You think they're going to get everyone to like form a fucking new humanity? No. Nice try, Biden. All things considered, Addison really didn't have a chance of being a good person, but she chose to be a good person. (laughs) She never had a chance. She was good, though. Good for her. Yeah, so it was very weird. At least in this first film. Yeah. Oh, my God. We, We are almost at Zombies 2. And, uh... Addison does a one hell of a turn on us. Like most white women, unfortunately, do. Oh, my goodness. You're not going to do that to me, are you? Just going to have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, don't go into my closet, all right? Got a lot, a lot of, stuff. of problematic costumes in there. <laughs> Got a lot of Aladdin costumes. <laughs> Before we get to Zombies 2, a couple more points that are just fun for me personally. Eddie, I just have to point them out. Their fucking competitions in Seabrook are so stupid. Oh, boy. Here we go. Their town, their region, I guess, because they call it regionals, it's literally two schools. It's a really small area. It's the shrimp and the eels. Oh, they're the eels? Yeah, they have eels on it. Wow, I didn't know that. They play the same team seemingly the entire for season. a full season. So you're just like... In a series with the same team 12 times? If not more. If not more. I just cannot fathom how, like... Because in the first game, the eels just get blown out. How do you go, like, fuck, we gotta play them again. And then you lose again and again and again. And yet somehow the coach of the eels is coaching the hell out of these boys. Because in the final season, or the final game of the season, they're winning for most of it. And it's like... Give this man coach of the year. Honestly, because <laughs> Zed is cheating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zed is cheating so, the whole season. As pure-hearted as Zed is, he is simultaneously a cheater. And it's funny because no one brings up... I don't think anyone ever says that he's cheating. No. Do they? 
No. They're just like, yeah, I guess this makes sense. He's also the first zombie to play football, so... Yeah. So in a way, he's just using his naturally gifted talents. He was being limited Mm -hmm. by the Z-Man. He would have been killing it if he didn't have it on. Yes. You know? That's like, we got LeBron. Let's make it so he can't dunk. Yep. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. That's not his Simone fault. Simone Biles. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just co- let's just create the most ridiculous like curve of scoring system for Simone. She should win every single thing that she did because she was so much better than everyone. Instead, they made it to where like we're gonna rate her and grade her harder because she's so much better. Like what? Just, what? What? We are just proving our own point because both of the elite athletes we just said are black. Oh and, shit! Um, <laughs> and doesn't that just further prove uh, the, the metaphor? Roger Federer. Oh, shut up! <laughs> yeah, I, I get you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I understand what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, but it just further proves the point. Yeah, it's yeah. But so Zed's technically not cheating, technically, but he they have Z bands that like control their zombie powers and he like tweaks it so he can zombie out while he's playing football and so he's just a machine that can't be stopped like he is extremely strong yeah because real quick side note zombies in this universe are apparently super strong which is interesting but um yeah back to my original point here the season is seemingly gone seabrook's winning 11 to 0 and they're like in game 12 like, how do you get these boys up to play that game? I would not go. I would quit the team. Manga, I need an alternate. I need, like, just a short 30-minute film of the coach of the Eels. <laughs> like, how did he motivate these boys? What was the halftime speech like? And how did he console them after they lost that last game? Yeah, I don't know. Because they went seemingly 0-12. and Mm-hmm. And just, oh, they almost had it in the last one. So sad. Coach of the year. Honestly. Oh. That's, that's a good 30 for 30. <laughs> <laughs> the, the whatever eels of zombies. And my last point here is that, as Kayla has mentioned, the zombies are under control. They have their own town. They have Z-bands, which I'm sure the Z stands for zombies, um, that control their zombie urges, their you know inability to control themselves. So seemingly, the whole zombie problem has been solved. Mm-hmm. And yet, everywhere there's like zombie alert systems. Their police force isn't called the police; it's called the Zombie Patrol mm-hmm. or Z Patrol. Because what does Z stand for? Zombies. And yet, you know, I I just don't understand why everyone is so afraid of zombies in this universe. If it's seemingly been solved, like mm-hmm. it's just racism, you know? Yeah, people are people are really slow to learn. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just it just baffled me. And again, I know that unless the creators ever thought of this, and if they ever listen to this, I just want to know the crime rates. You know, like how many zombie crimes are still happening to where they still are like a zombie can kill us at any time. Yeah. Because at a certain point in the film, everyone loves zombies. Everyone loves Zed because it's like Remember the Titans. Here it is. I'm bringing it back. Here we go. You remembered. That's right. I almost forgot. <laughs> it's like remember the titans zed is denzel washington they come to him and say if you lose a single game you're done we're through you're out and that's what they do to zed they mm-hmm. say zed you can do this if you keep winning zombies will get more rights in the school yeah they'll but be if, able to like 
eat in the cafeteria with them and go to clubs and things like that. Right. But as soon as you lose, you lose it all. That's it. So Zed is just playing for his whole race, his whole culture, Mm -hmm. his whole people. And isn't that often the case? Oh, yeah. For people of color having to represent their entire community when we're all just individuals trying to represent ourselves. Right. But But it's just like, I just want to know, you know, because again... Zed starts winning games. Immediately, all the humans are like, well, we can use this guy. So you get some rights, you know? Yep. And I, I just got to know the crime rate, you know? Like, how is it like one zombie kill a year? Is it five? Is it five a month to where it like somewhat in the very least warrants like mm-hmm. this second class thing? Or is it just like all racism? One thing that we do know canonically within the universe is that in Zombies 1, the Z-bands are kind of faulty. They can be tampered with and get kind of messed up pretty easily. But in Zombies 2, they get an upgrade. So we know in Zombies 2, the need for a Z-force is probably lesser. Right. And much like uh, the actual government, as we transition over to Zombies 2, they only updated their shitty outdated tech when something happened with oppressed people to where they were like, we need to oppress them a little bit more. Yeah. So Zombies 2... <laughs> What a happy-go-lucky transition that was. Yeah, tell us about it. Zombies 2 is just a metaphor for colonialism because we get the same story that we got in the beginning of Zombies 1 with the animation, but now we're further back in time with native people. Yeah. Meaning what, Eddie? Werewolves. Yeah, so in this universe, indigenous people are werewolves, and they've always been there. But then the humans came, and so they like went into hiding. So in Zombies 2, we have a new enemy. Instead of the black-coated zombies, we now have Native American people being oppressed. So that's fun. Oh, yeah. You know, you know that fun thing <laughs> that when um, a marginalized group is accepted by the majority group, then they can all together marginalize someone else. Yep. Yep, the pecking order has changed slightly. It's just, yeah, it's very much on the nose like a settler colonialism story because they come in, they encounter beasts, a.k.a. Native Americans, and they steal their land and their resources. You know, it's just, I I can't think of any other example in history where that's happened, but... I don't know. I'd have to think on it. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) What country do we live in again? The United States of America? Oh, yeah, hmm. I wonder if they did anything bad to the native people in this land. Uh, I don't I don't think there were any native people, right? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> what are who are Mexicans? I don't know. Ah, no, 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 no. They live down in Mexico. Where is Mexico? You know what? I don't know. <laughs> I know that they're sending they're not sending their best. Jesus <laughs> Christ. They're carrying COVID over. Oh my god. Anyway. You so see what yeah. I'm saying? We can't control anything. No, no, no. This is a mess. Also, it's it's also a bit of a downer because like the werewolves are low-key lame. Yeah, they're like they're fucking kind of boring. Like, let's be honest, they just have fluffy hair and like a white streak. Yeah, they have white streaks in their hair. They have fangs because they're like wolves. They have long fingernails. They howl. Their eyes glow. They have magical moonstone necklaces. Right. They have purple. Like, purple's their color? Yeah, purple's their color. Purple and brown. Yeah. Like you pointed out, they wear normal clothes, and for just for some reason, they put, like, 
fur on top yeah, of it. Like, I will have the jeggings, the tank top, <laughs> and then I, you know what I'll think? I think I'll throw on a fur vest. Full yeah, animal fur. yeah, you know, for some reason. What? You should be wearing all animal hide. Like, technically, if you're living in the... I mean, I guess, theoretically, they could go rob places in the middle of the night. But from what we saw, there is no, like, Walmart in the woods that they can go buy their clothes from. No, yeah, so they seemingly make it? Yeah, I, I can't give you an answer on that. It's very weird. It's very strange when Twilight does a much better job with monsters than this does. You put some respect on Jacob Black. <laughs> you put some respect <laughs> on his Billy chest. Black. The whole black family. <laughs> Billy Black, Billy baby. Billy Black. We love him. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, these werewolves. How, how can they be so lame? I wanted to like them. We're going to dump on this film, guys. I'm sorry. Their eyes effect is pretty cool. Yeah. But right now, we're going to do things that we like about this film. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. yeah, unfortunately, there's just... And there's good things. And I'm sure we'll miss some of them that we really do like. And overall, I would say I do still enjoy this one. Yeah. But... What we are about to talk about with Addison is, like, insane. Uh, It's really problematic. But in a way, it's kind of what makes this film good if you're smart enough to see it. Yeah, because the plot is insane. But here's some good things about Zombies 2. I will give the werewolves design. Their teeth look good. They're nice Mm -hmm. and sharp. And the eye effect is very well done. Yeah. Their song is pretty okay. It's fine. Yeah. And, uh... Here's some other things. <laughs> you have to that look we at like. your notes. Let me... We can't think about good things off the top of our head, unfortunately. Yeah, you know. Okay, here we go. Some things we like. Okay. Can you tell us what is prom called for them? <laughs> so as we mentioned, <laughs> Seabrook, their mascot is the fighting shrimp. And their prom is called prawn. Like like a shrimp, like prawn. <laughs> Are you ready? You're going to do it with me? Ready? Good soup. <laughs> that is that Disney level theming that they're so famous for in like the theme parks oh, and everything. so good. The continuity is miraculous. Just, it's prawn. And no one's like... You go to prawn with me? They do prawn posals. I love it. Zed does a pretty good one. It was really good, except for the fact he almost died. Yeah, you know, he's a zombie. Got hit by a bus. (laughs) Driven by a man in a mascot suit. In the shrimp suit. Yeah, why? They were wishing to die. It's hilarious. (laughs) It's funny. It's funny. Weird. IRL, do not let the mascot drive. Especially if he still has his fucking helmet, like, the head head of the mascot. Oh, no. Don't do that. My lord. But uh, Prawn is dope. Zed is awesome, slash all the zombos in this one are pretty chill and, like, reasonable. Mm-hmm. And they have more rights, which is cool. Yay! And uh, some of the songs are pretty good. We'll talk more about them. But uh, that's what we're going to say. That's the positive. That's the, the nice stuff. <laughs> also, Zed is very cute and nice. He's extremely nice. Well, well, let's talk so about good. Zed right Can now. We? Let's I, give I love him, talking about him. Let's give him his flowers before we rip the flowers out of Addison's hands. <laughs> we hand we hand flowers to Zed. We hand flowers to Addison. Immediately rip Addison's <laughs> flowers away from her. Zed, here's it's some like... flowers. You're fantastic. Addison, here you are some flowers. Give me that shit. You don't get those flowers. <laughs> Throw them in the trash. Yep. No, just hand them over to Zed, honestly. Yeah, you're right. Double flowers for Zed. That's always funny, though. Yeah. So Zed. He's I love him. He's such a well-written character. He's so likable. 
And then the second film, he's just like doing his best to kind of conform to the human society while also helping his zombie friends and family. Another thing that we forgot to mention is in Zombies 2, um, Zombie Town is open and integrated. So humans can go back and forth in between the towns and they participate in like their capitalist endeavors. Like there are, there's a movie theater, there's a grocery store, there's a bread shop. It's, it's really great and the theming's hilarious and the puns are great. Zed does a really good job trying to make sure that everybody that is going to Seabrook feels welcome and he decides to run for student body president against Bucky, Addison's cousin, which causes a bit of, a bit of drama because Addison wants to be cheer captain and she can only become cheer captain if Bucky becomes president because then the spot will be open for her. So um, a little bit of tension between Zed and Addison in this film. Yeah, but Zed being the good guy that he is, when Addison points that out and says, essentially only one of us can get what we want, Zed looks at her and, without even thinking, says, well, as long as one of us wins, then we both do. Yep. And it's just like, wow, Zed. He's such a good guy. You're a sweet boy. I love him. He's so likable. Right. So Zed, again, he just wants to make things more equal for him and his people. Yeah. You know what Addison wants to do? <laughs> make shit about her yeah this whole movie is just addison being like well i know you've had it rough but what about me but what about me and my white hair mm-hmm. you know how hard it is to have white hair yeah Bitch. like she, her, her legitimate goals in this are become cheer captain because that's just what i want like it doesn't unlike zed her becoming cheer captain doesn't mean that like it doesn't really help anyone yeah it only helps her just be cheer captain and her other goal is to somehow become oppressed and like be part of this <laughs> oppressed society. Oppress me. It's 100% just like, and I don't want to get too into it. She's a bit of a Karen. But yeah, it's just like 100% like these people who act like wearing a mask is like the worst thing that's ever happened in their life. You just want to be oppressed so much. And it's like, it's not cool. No. And Zed says as much to Addison. You know, she's wants so much to be a werewolf and he pretty much looks at her and says you know you don't know what you're talking about i'm a zombie why do you want to be a werewolf like it's not cool to be oppressed like it's not this is not something you should strive to want to be like it's not a good feeling yeah and she just like looks at him and essentially is like well i'm one percent cherokee (laughs) you know she's she's that she's that girl she's Uh, that white girl yeah who says those things yeah, it's it's really a mess. It's super hard to like Addison in the second film because she does nothing to help anyone but herself. And the second she does try to help people, it's actually not to help people. It's to make herself feel better and make herself feel important. And she really is kind of like, no pun intended, but the white savior complex of this because... <laughs> oh, it 100% is though, right? Yeah, because literally her hair is white. She is white, and the only way that she cares about these communities is if she can be the mouthpiece to make change for them. She's the whitest of white saviors. Can you please bring up the fact that, like, she doesn't do shit for the werewolves? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy, will I. Because she, you know, this pretty much this whole film's runtime, it's 84 minutes. For, like, 70 minutes of this film, she's, like... I'm a werewolf. I'm their savior. 
I'm going to be this for them. I'm going to be there for them. I'm going to help them um, solve their problem. Which, in short, is their, like, moonstones are running out of power. Yeah. And that's killing them, I guess. Yeah. I really can't remember. Yeah. But then, when she finds out she's not their savior, she's not, like, their fucking whatever alpha. alpha that they were looking for, she still has her ridiculous hair, which is essentially, like, a headdress and stuff. Yeah. She basically decided, I'm going to put feathers in my hair because, yeah. you know. As soon as she finds out that bitch. she's not that... <laughs> She just, like, dips on the werewolves and doesn't help them. Like, how telling is it? Yeah, they are dying. Yeah, they're literally, like, she was trying to help them survive, right? As soon as she finds out she's not their alpha, the next scene is the werewolves, the main two werewolves, consoling all their other werewolf buds who are dying. Dying. They're giving them, like, sick blankets and, like, oh, you'll be all right and all that stuff. They're, like, coughing. They can't breathe. Yeah. And then who comes walking in? Zed. Why Zed? Zed comes walking in. For one, he feels bad because he hasn't been the nicest to the werewolves. He's been trying to get them to be more like the zombies and conform to the human society. Right. But he feels bad about that. Yeah, he feels bad about it. So he shows up and he's like, hey, you know, essentially offers a peace offering and what can we do to help? And, you know, you should be you. Let's go crash prawn together. Prawn! But who's not there helping her people, the people that she was cared so much about apparently the community that she belonged to addison's not there at all and she in fact like doesn't even bring that fact up ever no like she's never like oh how are they feeling as soon as she sees zed at prawn she's just like oh well can we like kiss yep i'm like my eyes are bulging out of my head like y'all see this yeah it's like how is this okay she's extremely tone deaf like, yeah. these people almost died, and you don't give a shit? I would think at the very least, if I were a good person, I would be like, well, I'll still do what I can for you in your last few months alive on this earth. Yeah. But no, she dips. She never brings that up. And the only time she helps them at the end is just when everyone is helping them. Yeah. So it's like not even her prerogative. Yeah. I mean, what what's that ridiculous line that she says? Oh, let me address my notes, because this is the most fucking... Oh, if this doesn't speak to, like, Addison's entire motive in the second film, I don't know what does. Let me get to my notes. She says, and I quote, The center of zombie and werewolf culture is in rubble, and I still don't have a pack. Addison, this isn't fucking about you! It's all about me. Oh my god. Can you believe it? They closed down Main Street because they're protesting. How am I supposed to get my favorite latte now? Addison, I want to fucking shake you. (laughs) What is wrong with you? Now I can't go to Saks on Fifth Avenue. (laughs) It was like, like, oh, it was so good for like the second. Like, yes, you are acknowledging the complete destruction of a culture and, you know, turmoil within that community. But it's about you now? How? How? You were doing so good for 80% of that, and then it turned. How does it all relate to me, though? What the fuck, Addison? And this is not to shit on the actor that plays her. You were given a character. I'm not trying to attack you personally. This character is just crap in the second film. Yeah. Not your fault, Queen. And just so so I can spread my cheeks and dump (laughs) on Addison a little bit more. (laughs) 
If all that wasn't bad enough, let's take it from Zed's perspective as a boyfriend. As a boyfriend. Because they're in a relationship. <sighs> at least, I guess. At yeah. least Zed thinks so. Because in the second film, again, all that weird wanting to be a Native American thing is happening. Zed, he sees his girlfriend, who is not talking to him or telling him anything. She's suddenly running around with a brand new group of friends and is seemingly close with another guy in that group. Yet it's played like his concerns are not valid at all. Like those are all literal, actual red flags for people in real life where like something's up with that person. Yeah, like why is she not behaving the same way that she was? Like is she going through something? Can I help her? Like he is there for her the entire time. She just keeps pushing and pushing and pushing him away. Yeah, it's like someone who's in a crisis. Yeah, seriously. Who's like, you know, I'm a completely different person. And again, her parents, who are not great people. No. But their concerns are valid as well, because at the fucking breakfast table, they're like looking over at her dressed up like a werewolf in full dress. And they're like, um, what's going on? What is this? And she's essentially like, I'm a new person now. As a parent, you're like, hmm. Well, this is concerning. Is she okay? <laughs> yeah. And again, it's played like, none of this is weird. It's all definitely weird. Oh, it's so weird. You don't just completely change yourself overnight. If you want to change your style, it's like a gradual thing. Yeah. But you don't like cut out your friends and like stop talking to your boyfriend. Also, she only knew about this for maybe a day. And she went. She was in. I am a cheerleader to, nope, fuck that, I'm a wolf. Yep. So fast. Yeah, they did a weird transformation scene. Cringe. Her hair looks so bad. It looks terrible. There's a reason why people's hair doesn't do that. (laughs) Let's not do it, please. Because they like, they like crimp it out. They fluff it up. They braid it back. It's just, oh boy, just don't do it. It don't look good. She looks absolutely ridiculous. Yep, that wig is rough. Emphasis on the roof, roof. Very nice. Thank you. Good dog, dog joke. Yeah. Got the werewolves. Got him. Got their asses. There you go. Last thing I want to talk about for zombies too is the music. Because it's a musical, right? It's a musical. A musical. Yeah, it is a musical. Unfortunately, <laughs> the songs in this one are largely forgettable. I don't think I could tell you a single title. I mean, I'm sure you can. You wrote them down. I did write them down, but without looking at my notes, I don't think I could tell you a single title. Here's what I will tell you from my perspective. As I said, the werewolf song is fine. Um, There's a song where Zed tells the werewolves to do it like the zombies do. Do it like the zombies do. Okay, I guess I do kind of remember that. That one's a full Bruno Mars song. They have like a debate song, which is, Ripped I think, out of Hamilton. just like a Hamilton ripoff. And... The best song that they have is the reprise of Someday <laughs> from the first the one. The first film. Which when we watched it the first time, we were like... It was very touching. Hand on my heart, just like, <gasps> they brought it back. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm clutching my pearls. Oh, yeah. And then the ending number, I think, is very catchy. It's like an auto-tuned, like, EDM. Other than that, I don't know. What, what did you think of the music in the second one? It was somehow more formulaic than the first. Yeah, and there were a lot more songs. There were way too many, in my opinion. Because I think in the first, there were only like four. Yeah, something like that. I would say five. Let me count my music notes. (laughs) Get it? 
music notes? One, two, One, three, four. Two, three. Maybe only three. No, it's definitely more than that. I think it was four. Yeah. yeah. And then the second one, there's yeah, like four. 12. There's four. Too many. I'll tell you that. I counted in my notes, which were not very good. One, two, <laughs> three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Ooh. Jesus, that's too many. Yeah. No, 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 no. Sometimes less is more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Quality over quantity. Exactly. So let's end it with the T's. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say it or should I? No, this is all you. Okay, because I was so freaking hype for this. I know, that's why I want you to say it. So the teaser for Zombies 3 is Addison like laying her in her bed at night, like getting ready for the next day. She's just sleeping. She's kind of restless. And then in the background, through her bedroom window, you see like a blue, what looks like an asteroid, crashing to Earth. And as that's happening, her like hair starts to glow and her radio like starts fizzing in and out and like it's weird and then she like looks at the camera and she goes weird so (laughs) it's like (laughs) so it's addison's an alien like it has to be right it's gotta be i think it's confirmed i'm pretty sure oh yeah because i i i follow her and um zed's character on twitter and in a lot of the stuff they've been doing together, like socially, they'll like tag it with Zombies 3 and then they'll do a UFO. Oh, really? So it's like okay. confirmed Addison is an alien. I was going to say the little alien emoji. Yeah. I mean, it's... Oh. Shout, shout out to Milo and Meg. Milo and Meg. I think it's Milo. It may be Milo, but I don't know. Um, good fantastic. for them. They're That's so cute. Fun. Love their voices. They're good at what they do. Yeah. So excited for Zombies 3. I'm way more hopeful for the third. <laughs> right. And again, not to date this episode, but when we do uh, watch Zombies 3, we, we will probably most definitely do at least a short episode. That's Yeah, like, maybe like a 30-minute thing. Yeah. And yeah. just be like, we'll hey, we watched it. Here's what we got. Here's the finality of this trilogy, you know? I'm very excited because that got me hyped because I was like, oh, this movie was not good. And then... They did that, and I was like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in again. You it, got it, me, guys. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like we could speak on that really quickly. It's just like that whole culture now of like the tease. Yeah. For the next, the spoiler for the it's next. It's effective. The fucking post-credits trailer. Um, It's the stinger. It's just like so it can save like a bad movie. Mm-hmm. To just be like, okay, that wasn't that great, but wait a damn minute. Mm-hmm. Like this, because you know, for... I'll give the example of this for the newest Mortal Kombat movie, which also did very well and got good reviews, I think. So some people didn't like it because a character was missing. And then at the end, they tease, oh shit, is that Johnny motherfucking Cage yeah, coming Cage. in the second one? And then people were like, we need the second one, you know? Mm-hmm. I think a tease for what could come saves a bad movie a lot of times. Mm-hmm, for sure. Which is weird because you would think... Oh, it's like... <laughs> It's like when you're having dinner and you're like, oh, that burger wasn't super good. I don't know about this. And they're like, dessert? And I'm like, oh, damn, maybe. <laughs> oh, shit, we could turn this dinner that around. Could be the move. <laughs> Give me the fudge cake. Mm-hmm. Give me the lava fudge cake with the ice cream on the side. Nothing else I've eaten here today is good, but this could turn things this around. This could do it. And I think Zombies 3 will be that. Yeah. I'm very excited. Zed's actor 
has dyed his hair as of this recording uh 12 times in 65 days and if you guys know anything about hair health that is fucking awful um Dude's so done thank you for your commitment to the role yes i'm thanks, so sorry a. you are green that sucks but a salute to the to the real troops to the real troops thank you for actors, your service i guess in this thank context. you for your service <laughs> Oh, but I cannot wait for Zombies 3, guys. And I hope you can't wait either. I hope you go watch these films if you haven't seen them. Because they're worth your time. Oh, especially uh, the first one. Honestly, if you're listening to this right now, and you, you're thinking, maybe I'll give it a chance, just go watch it. Have like, a drink. Loosen up. Turn your brain off. It's a good time. And if you have kids, so you have like yeah. a young nephew, niece, yeah, brother, sister. Mm-hmm. Watch it with them. Yeah. They'll like it. You'll like it. You could bond over something just dumb and fun. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move on to DTR. Deter defining the relationship. With the Zombies franchise thus far. And what is our relationship? Because, again, we watched this together the first time. This is truly a codependent, show-dependent relationship. There it is, Branding. Branding, baby. Mm-hmm. This is something we got to experience together for the first time. Talk about, rewatch together. This is a very romantic thing we've got going on here. Oh, yeah. So, uh, why don't you start us off? How do we feel about the Zombies franchise? I feel like if Zombies was a relationship to us, it would probably be something like our good friend's brother. It was like, we know him. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Hey, a good guy. <laughs> He's a good guy. Um, we know a little bit about him. He makes some questionable jokes sometimes. Maybe takes things a little too far, but overall. <laughs> Let me hop in real quick yeah, and say <laughs> the brother has to be like a younger brother. Yes, yes. It's yes. like a young it's Zoomer. Like slightly annoying. Yeah. Like brother of a friend or, you know, that relationship where it's like, you know, I could kind of watch you and see you grow and I like yeah. what you're doing. But some of the stuff you're doing is a little lame stop doing the some Fortnite of it's dance. problematic you gotta, you gotta cut that shit out yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. it's also like you got a lot of potential yeah I and you're, like you. you're pretty funny you're good at singing and dancing yeah look at you love it cutting a rug it's a good time <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, cutting a rug finger, the finger wagging wag. right there Ooh, that's love an it. old dance yeah but i think that's that's the relationship we have to zombies it was it was something we didn't know we were gonna have it's like you found out your friend had a brother and you're like oh damn you have a brother and then you're hanging out and then uh, you unplug his controller from the video game that you're playing. You're like, oh, you're doing great, idiot. <laughs> yeah. A classic move. That's, that's the relationship I see with that film. What about you, Eddie? Oh, yeah. I mean, I would definitely agree in that sense. The only other one I could see is it's, again, just like with the youth. It's almost like a uh, like a student, you know? Mm-hmm. Like a <laughs> high school student mm-hmm. where you're like their mentor or their teacher and you're like, you have so much good going for you. You made a couple mistakes, mm-hmm. but overall, really want to see what your junior year is going to be like. Yep. What's the third year going to be like? Yep. How can you recover from that that terrible will sophomore mistakes, year? Will more mistakes be made? Yeah. Or will you will you learn and recover? But the potential. The potential of this boy. The singing. The, the dancing. dancing. Heart. He's got a good heart. Yeah, it is their junior year of high school, so we'll see where things yeah. go. Did they say it's the third and final? Yeah. Okay. This is the final. I was like, film. no senior year, huh? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, they might try to stretch it, but from what I've heard and read, this will be the finale. Right. 
So overall, did the relationship really change from the first to the second? I don't think so. I don't think it changed too much because it was just a surprise. I mean, for us, it hasn't been that long of a time in between the first and second watch. But, you know, I still... I think the only thing that changed is I like the second one less. Yes, it's even <laughs> less likable the second time around. Because the first time, the the glasses were a little more rose-tinted. Yeah. Um, These lenses are clear now, baby, and uh, <laughs> yeah. nothing's looking good. It ain't looking good for you, Addison. No. But she'll turn it around overall. Once she finally finds her pack. <laughs> oh, my God. She finally <laughs> Honestly, gets... take Addison with you back to whatever planet you came from. It's Xenon. Xenon, the sequel. They have a good opportunity to do a little crossover. Oh my god, what if they do? That'll be amazing. You know? We'll see. But I'll say this, if I can remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Overall, the music, the few songs that they have that are really great, are they stick with you. And we still love singing them. Mm-hmm. We love listening to them. Yep. The other ones, we could miss those. Oh yeah, yeah. No hopefully memory. hopefully three brings some bangers oh we're gonna get some sick edm i hope oh some electronic yeah the aliens are coming home baby and i think that's that you have anything else to say about our relationship with zombies it's it's in a way not it's an evolving not relationship complete, right yeah the ongoing relationship with zombies we'll get back to you on that yeah to be continued mm-hmm and with that, guess what? What? It is time to say thank you, everyone, for listening to us talk about zombies. If you liked what you heard here, please follow, download, and spread the word about Show Dependent. Tell all your spooky friends mm-hmm. that they can find Show Dependent on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tell them to find us on Twitter and Instagram at Show Dependent Pod. It is spelled S-H-O Dependent Pod. And if you want to follow myself, Eddie, or Kayla personally, you can find me, Eddie, at Victor V Sweet on Twitter and Twitch because I do be streaming Pokemon, Destiny, all kinds of other fun stuff, horror and Kayla, can you remind everyone where they can find you? You can find me inside of a giant shrimp costume driving a bus. Oh, was that you? <laughs> that was me. I caused the accident <laughs> and almost killed Zed. I'm a little nervous on the road. Yeah, don't do well with behind the wheel. Anyway, you can find me on Twitter at DJ Vivich. And that is it. That is it. Well, now that we have all that behind us, our relationship with zombies is ever-evolving. We want to remind you to save the date for our next meeting because unlike the characters in the zombies films who, even when they are undead, are very happy to be alive, most people are so ungrateful to be living. But not you. Not after you listen to our next episode. Because much like our hero, John Kramer, we can't wait to play a game with you. If you haven't guessed by now, our next episode is just a little different from this one. A little more violent. <laughs> yeah, just a little more violent than this one as we continue spooky season and talk about the Saw franchise. Woo-hoo!
Yeah. I'm gonna make it spin like a spiral. Spiral. And that's our dear listeners, friends, buds, whatever you want to call yourself, whatever, Buckaroos. whatever weird parasocial relationship you have with us. Before we go, we have some wise words from Bucky. Words to live by, and they are. Be fearless, not cheerless.